to Front Porch Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 151. I hope you're doing great wherever you are, whatever time of day it is. Whenever it is, I hope you're doing awesome. I hope you had a moment today to just sit down somewhere and take a breath, just like big, deep breaths and realize that uh, everything's going to be all right and you're okay and you're alive another day here on planet Earth. That's pretty awesome. And so uh, maybe, maybe just maybe you did that today. And hopefully, uh, if you haven't done that today, after this podcast, maybe you'll just kind of take that moment, slow down, take a breath of fresh air and realize, wow, I'm alive God has preordained this day for me. He is providential in that he knew in this time in history that I was going to be born and that I was going to live. Therefore, I have intrinsic purpose. I matter. I matter so much. And so I hope you're like finding peace in that in the midst of all the chaos, finding peace in the fact that you belong, you matter and you're loved. That is a pretty cool thing to sit back and realize and go, that's awesome. So. Hey, for those of you who continue to listen, thank you so much. Uh, and then at those of you who share and send these off to your friends, like I really appreciate that as well. Uh, it's been really cool to, to find out other people saying like, oh, yeah, my friend, you know, she, she showed this to me. And so that's been that's been cool. So thank you so much. And then for those of you who continue to give on Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot, uh, <laughs> P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash front porch confessional uh really appreciate it and the, and then for those of you who continue to give in other ways as well uh thank you so much it is it is much appreciated uh our passage for today uh a really good one uh proverbs 27 i don't know why i say that i don't know why i say it's a really good one as if there's really bad passages like no they're if they're all god breathed and so i i guess i should just kind of go they're all good this is one in particular that I have been thinking about and reflecting on. So uh, Proverbs 27 verse six says this faithful are the wounds of a friend, but the kisses of an enemy are deceitful. Faithful are the wounds of a friend, but the kisses of an enemy are deceitful. Uh, I have a, a man in my life. He's been a mentor to me for about almost 12 years now. Uh, I, I love this man. I know he loves me. Uh, he's still in my life. And uh, over the years, he, he, I, he's kind of been a guy who, who's just not afraid to call me out, not afraid to get in my business and call me out. And so I appreciate that about him. And um, he's a man that I probably cried more with him than I probably cried with just about anybody. And so I really, really do appreciate uh, I appreciate him a ton. Uh, but one time, uh, this was probably was about nine years ago. Nine years ago, I had started this nonprofit called Phoenix One, and he and I were working pretty closely on that project together and or on that ministry together. And uh, so he's like, calls me and like, hey, we got to talk. And I'm like, oh man, what did I do? You know? <laughs> and so I go into his office, I sit down, and he sits me down and goes, hey, I got to shoot you straight. And I said, okay. And he goes, you got brown teeth. And I'm like, what? He's like, you have brown teeth. Your teeth are brown. And I'm like, oh, 
okay. He's like, you drink a lot of coffee. I'm like, yeah, I drink a lot of coffee. And he was like, yeah, your teeth are brown. I can't have you going out there and, and uh, meet with all these people with brown teeth. So this is what I did. I researched the, the best teeth whitener. And, and then he hands across his desk this teeth whitener for me. And I was in that moment, I was like, should I be offended or should I be like, wow, this guy cares? I mean, I was like mixed emotions. Like, what do I do here? And so I remember like walking out of his office and going, I don't even know what to think about that. But the more and more I reflected on it, the more and more I've gotten to know him, he was caring for me. He wasn't afraid to be awkward. He wasn't afraid to step into a place. He wasn't even afraid of offending me. He was like, listen, I don't know if you're representing yourself well, and I'm not just going to complain about it. I'm actually going to be proactive in it. I'm going to provide for you a solution to your brown teeth. And he went and he bought me the best teeth whitener or whatever it was. Sure enough, these pearly whites got dialed in. And uh, and I, I thought, wow, that is incredible. Not only has he uh, given time and energy and invested in me, but also really cares about my well-being. But it was kind of awkward and kind of weird. And this is what this passage is inviting us into. It's inviting us into an understanding of what friendship is. And it really got me today. Like, as I started thinking through it, I was like, it really got me. And, and mainly because I've been working through, and I don't know if you're like me, but I've been working through what friendship is. What is friendship, right? Have you ever looked around and wondered who are my friends, right? Friendship is kind of like this title uh, that we have tossed around without realizing the gravity of the term. You know, I I think we do that with like, love you, love you, love you. And I'm like, do you, I mean, gosh, do you know what you just said to that person, love you. Love you. We just toss it around like it's no big deal. Friendship, calling someone a friend is a huge, huge deal. But I think we just kind of toss it around. And, and the crazy thing is that scripture is going to challenge us on the way we consume relationships in our lives. It's going to challenge us on who we call friends, because if we call people friends, that means something. There's like a, a weight to this, a sacrifice this, uh, a sacrifice to this. So it's, this passage is inviting us into this because friendship is an important thing. And if, and if you're anything like me, uh, it's really been a beautiful thing and also incredibly painful. You know, it's been painful as I've, uh, and, and beautiful as I've allowed people to enter that space with me. And there are days that, you know, I want to become a monk, you know, like I want to become a monk and, and I want to do life on my own because the risk doesn't seem to be worth the reward, you know, but as I'm slowing down and I reflected today on what real friendship is and those who fall into that category, the risk will always, will always be worth it. And so this passage is going to challenge what we see friendship as. You know, it's interesting because at first glance, we want to reject the passage, right? There's this thing in it. We're like, Ooh, I don't know if I like that. Wait, what? Uh, wounds of a friend. I don't know if I like that. I want like joy of a friend, blessing of a friend, wounds of a friend, like faithful are the wounds of a friend. I don't, I don't like that. I don't know if I like that, but yes, who, who loves you enough? Now listen to this. 
Like, who loves you enough to wound you? And I don't mean that in an abusive way. You know, some of you have gone through that, and I'm so sorry. No, no, no. I'm talking about in a loving, Christ-centered, humble way. Who? Who loves you enough to do that? Who loves you enough to say the hard things and not enable your dysfunctions? Because we all have them, right? We all have these dysfunctions. We all have these, you know, kind of shadow sides. If you've done anything with the Enneagram, like we, we, we all have those, right? Who in your life says, nope, I'm not going to enable that in you. Because the reality is, is that enablement is unloving. Enablement is abandoning someone that you say you care about to that dysfunction that is going to destroy them. That's what enablement is. And enablement is unloving. So who are those friends in your life, those people that get in your business who go, no, you're not going to do that. Or you're you're not going to act that way because you're hurting yourself and you're hurting people. If you have people that you have deemed as friends and they aren't confronting you on areas of your life where you are off or that are causing you to to kind of live dysfunctionally and 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 it's not bringing you life it's actually bringing death in your life they're not loving you like if you call someone a friend and and, and they're just going to allow you to kind of live in that dysfunction and they're not going to call that out in you i'm just telling you they're biblically those aren't friends those aren't gospel-centered, Christ-filled friends, right? Just think about this for a moment. Why? Why? When, when Peter's starting to kind of rebuke Jesus, right? Oh, don't say that. Don't say that about dying and raising it. Like, it's going to be too confusing. And Jesus says, get behind me, Satan, right? Why does he do that? Is he doing that because he hates Peter? Or he just wants to slay. No, he's going, Peter, I love you so much that you are not living the way that God has designed you. You're not thinking Christ-like thoughts. You are thinking thoughts of this earth. You are thinking very human things. And he he calls him out because he loves him. Our friendships, our friends who are willing to do that, right? Our friends who are willing to do that are real friends. And people who don't, they're just not friends. Because here's the struggle. We have this need to be wanted. And because of that, we consume relationships. Many times, uh, many times we're doing it to one another. You want something from me and I want something from you. And that's what's most important, right? We don't want to risk this comfortable arrangement. And we, we say nothing to each other when we head down dangerous roads. We accommodate in the worst kind of way. And this is how so many of us are, are living out our relationships with one another. We're just taking from one another, right? We're not, we're not, we're not sharpening one another, not challenging one another, which is what this passage is inviting us into. Faithful. Think about that. Faithful are the wounds of a friend faithful because they love and they care and they're not afraid. They're willing to risk. They're willing to even risk you going, I don't want to talk to you right now because they know I'm not there. They know a good friend knows I'm not doing this for me. I'm doing this because I love you. 
and you're, you, God loves you and I love you. And I'm willing to have this conversation with you. And, and, you know, honestly, like that can be really hard for a lot of people. But the reality is it's so important. And so I got to be honest, I got to get on a soapbox here. You ready? I just, I need a soapbox just for a moment. Let's talk about small groups, right? Let's talk about small groups. Some people have been in the same small group for years and they would say that these people are, 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 are some of the closest friends in their life. When was the last time that someone in your small group or community group wounded you because they love you? I've, I have honestly, I've, I've stood back and I've watched how these small groups have turned into social gatherings rather than these transformational communities that are caring for one another and calling out in one another because they realize there's a gospel implication. Like we have to go out into the world Right. And, and if we just kind of are always in a social gathering instead of transformational communities where we're calling each other out, then we're not really living out faithful friendship. And I see it so often. Can you imagine in the early church, if they didn't lovingly confront one another in their communities? That would be crazy. No, they're called to go to the ends of the world. Go make disciples into the ends of the earth. And being a faithful friend allows us and liberates us to be able to go do that. We need people to wear the burden with us, both, you know, if you're hurting or you're in pain, but also in calling you out if you've got something going funky in your life. This is what we are all being called into. And what's the alternative? The alternative is this, a kiss from the enemy. And a kiss is a very intimate thing, but it can also be used to manipulate us. I, I, I think about, I mean, if you think about this, like think about Judas kissing Jesus as he betrays him for a bag of silver. Many people that we would call friends are what I call takers. They take, they just take, they take, but they do not have your best in mind. They build you up for all the wrong reasons, and they complain about what you're not doing for them. They narcissistically micromanage your so-called friendship, which causes death instead of life. Real friends tell the truth. False friends deceive. And sometimes deception can look very kind of like a kiss, you know, kind of like, oh, I care about you so much. You're my BFF. Oh, I would live and die for you. But it's not true. And as a result of that, it's deceptive. This passage is inviting us into something so beautiful because here's the thing. In spiritual communities, which is what Christians are called to, we are called to care and commission one another for the glory of God so that we can go, we transform each other, right? He transforms us. We help transform one another through real spiritual community. And then we go reciprocate that. We go live that out into our world. So it really matters the type of people that you call friends because true friends are like surgeons. They cut away to cure. So the question is this, according to this passage, who are the real friends in your life? Heavenly Father, we need your discernment. We need your wisdom and your guidance through your spirit. Teach us to embrace the people that you've put in our life. 
who are willing to wounding, wound us, lovingly wound us, faithfully wound us so that we can really truly continue to move together as a community on mission for your glory and your honor that many would come to know you. So take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is nearer to you than your own.